Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf Kuf Aleph in Ervin. Daf Kuf Aleph, we learn again for a full shlema for Tova Miriam Bastvora Mindel. Right from the top of the page, Adelet Shiba Muksa. If you have a door that's in a backyard, a Muksa is like backyard, we had that before, Rechava is what Rashi calls it. It's usually a back area outside the house, behind the house that's used for storage. And they're not very mock, but it's not part of the house structure. So they're not very particular about making it formal with doorways properly, etc. So you're talking about a door of a, of a backyard uh, storehouse. Or a, <clears throat> uh, a thorn bundle, a bundle that's made out of thorns that's made to stop the, uh, the breach in a, in, a, uh, in a wall. Or mats. All these things are not regular doors. Uh, they don't have the regular structure with a frame, etc. So Rashi says here, um, since they don't use it regularly, the door is not really even hung there. Um, so therefore, they don't put a regular door that opens and closes on hinges. And uh, it's just standing there, like uh, just to block the doorway. It's like a little obstruction blocking the doorway. And when they open it, they just put it down on the ground. Uh, and some are suspended, Raju says, but they're dragging on the ground. They're not really made as regular doors. So in all these cases, ain't Nolan Bar. You can't use, you can't close those doors on Shabbos because it looks like construction. It looks like binyan. Rashi offers another interpretation that the problem is with these things is that, as the Mishnah concludes, ain't Nolan Bar Elam Kane Gavoim in arts unless they are uh, high up, uh, they're off the ground. They're not, they're not dragging on the ground. So Rashi offers one interpretation that possibly the issue over here is chofer, digging, because when, uh, since, they, since they drag on the ground, they're not lifted off the ground, so you're, you're making a, um, a, a sort of a groove in the ground, a charitz, and therefore that's, a, that's like uh, chofer, digging, which is a, uh, a tolda of choresh, of plowing, and that's possibly the concern. But Rashi discounts that that opinion, as we'll see in the Gemara, and he says that the reason is because it looks like construction, it looks like binyan. Binyan is one of the 39 malachos. So in all these cases, when you don't have a regular door and you just take it, you know, you put the door on the ground as a piece of wood and you, and you use it up there, or whether it's made out of thorns or wood or whatever, that's uh, usher to use unless it's lifted off the ground. If it's, if it's sitting on the ground, then you can't use it because then it looks like construction. Tells the Gemara for a minute, Delis Hanigreras, the same thing, a doorway which is uh, dragging, a dragging doorway, drags on the ground, Machzelis Hanigreras, or a mat that's dragging, but Kankana Nigra, and Kankana is like a plow handle, that's, that's uh, all these things that are uh, dragging on the ground, if they are tied, that means that they're fastened and suspended, then no lender Shabbos, you can use them on Shabbos, certainly you could do it on Yantif. So what do you see over here, that it says, it doesn't say they have to be left. They have to be lifted off the ground. And our mission says, If they're off the ground, high off the ground, higher or off the ground, it's not dragging on the ground. It's okay. Here it's mashma. All you need is that it has to be as long as it's fastened and suspended from the doorway. There, that's all you need. It doesn't have to be off the ground. So says, that's different over there, where, where it doesn't have to be lifted off the ground if it's got a hinge. If it has a hinge, then it's clearly a door that it doesn't look like when you close it, it doesn't look like you're constructing something. Rava says, Bishahoya lens here, it doesn't even have to have a hinge right now. If it had a, 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 a hinge at one point, that's good enough. So it looks like it's part of the doorway.
Meisvei, but we have a kasha on this. You say that you still don't need it to be Gavoim and Aris. Meisvei delas on If you have a doorway which is a door which is dragging, Matzalas and Gvaros, or or a mat, the kind of nigger, any of these things uh, that are dragging, that you're using them as a stopgap, as a door, as a as a door to cover up a, a breach, um, and you use them. Bizman shikshum betluim ukvoim in Here it says that if all three, you need them fastened, suspended, and lifted off the ground. As long as it's even a thread, a, 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 a thread width off the ground, or a hair width off the ground, but as long as it's off the ground, no one ben. Vim lav, no ben. So smashmi, you need all these things. So how do you say that uh, in the previous b'risa, you said if it's kshur and v'tluyan, if it's suspended, if it's fastened and suspended, as long as there was a hinge or it looked like a hinge there before, that's good enough. It's mashmi. It doesn't have to be off the ground. Here it's mashmi. It has to be off the ground. So Abayim Rab Abayim, who said in the previous case of speaking where it was hinged, and <coughs> Rav, who said even if it, if it at one point had hinged, they each explained this brisa according to their own uh, reasoning that they said before. Abayim Matar Sir It doesn't mean you need both. But he said before in the previous brisa, Delson and Gros and Chselson and us. Uh, if it's, it, it said, even if it, it didn't say about being uh, off the ground, the brysa, and as our Mishnah said, off the ground. The brysa said, the first brysa said, it didn't say anything about off the ground. So he said, okay, well, why is that good? Because if it's not off the ground, then if it's got a hinge, that's good enough. Here, this brysa is mashma, that it has to be fastened, suspended, and off the ground. So how do you say that the previous Bryce said it doesn't have to be off the ground? The answer is, this Bryce is saying that it's either off the ground is good enough, or if it had a hinge, either one is good enough. That's how Bayer learns. Oshish Lansir, like in the first Bryce, Oshigmamaras, like the second Bryce, and like the Mishnah. Rava Matasa Tameh, Rava says, Kshahayilan Seer, when had it Seer, either they had it Seer before, so it looks like it was a door before. It doesn't look like construction now when you close it. Oshigmamaras, or when it's off the ground, one of the two. Tadarabanam. Suche, this this brisa also goes with the same idea. Suche kotsim, if you had um, branches of thorns, mechavilin, and bundles, shetkinen lepirza, that you uh, prepared them, you you stuck them in uh, for a breach in the wall, shebechotzer, there was a breach in the wall of the chotzer, v'zman shikshum v'tluyin, if they are fastened and suspended, no one you can use them, you can you can use that, you can close the door with them on Shabbos, vein sarachlom or beyantav. And again, according to the bio, uh, let's say the way a bio learned before, uh, either if it was off the ground or if it was uh, if it had a, if it was hinged, either one would be good enough. Tanner of Chia, Rav Chia learned like this: Della Salmona, a widowed door. What do we mean by a widowed door? It's missing something. Obviously, a widow's missing a husband, right? It's just a way of saying Della Almana. It's 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 widowed from its from being pr- uh, proper door. We'll explain what that means. Hanigreros, which drags on the ground. but you don't use it. What do we mean by that? What's an, what's an example? Explain that. Some say that it only had one board. It wasn't a full doorway, a full door. How did they make doors in those days? They took a few boards, stuck them together, and then nailed them across with a, with a, cross, a cross beam. So one as far as that Almana, there's only, it's not even a, a full you know, panel. It's, it's like, just like one board. Some say the less like Gishma, it doesn't have a cross beam that ties them together. So in other words, the door is not really a full door. You shouldn't use that on Shabbos because, because it looks like Binyan. It's comparable to, to construction. Amrav Yudah. Haim Adursa, a bonfire. Now, of course, on Shabbos, you, have, you can't have anything to do with a bonfire, but on Yontav, you can because you can use it for cooking. So a bonfire 
the way you make it is, you know, they put logs across. So you shouldn't do it for, you, the idea here is you shouldn't do it from bottom up because when you put the logs on from bottom up and then, you know, you make it first like a square and then you put more on top of them, you cross the, the logs on top, on top of the lower, lo you cross the upper logs over the lower logs. So it looks like construction. It looks like you're building a structure there. So the bonfire that you make for Yontif, mimalamata shari mimata lamala oser. It's only mutter to do it by taking the upper logs first and setting them up and then putting the other ones underneath. So it doesn't look like regular construction. Regular construction is from bottom up, and here you do it from top down. The chain beasa, the same thing with an egg. When you're roasting an egg and you're roasting it on top of a grill or some say on top of logs, whatever you do is you should first hold up the egg and then put the stuff underneath there, the grill or the metal, whatever, using the fire, put that underneath so it shouldn't look like construction. The chain kidra, the same thing with a pot. If you rest a pot on a grill or on some logs, to, uh, to, heat the, to heat it up. You should put the pot there first, hold that first, and then stick the logs underneath so it shouldn't look like construction. Obviously, these are not all const real construction. These are all drabonans. It looks like construction. The same thing with a bed. Sometimes you put the legs first, and then you put the, the uh, mattress or whatever, the, le the leather uh, mat that, that goes into construction of the bed, put that on top. No, that looks like construction. Hold the part that you're going to lay down on first up and then put the legs underneath. The same thing if you're, uh, if you're setting up uh, barrels, uh, whatever, in the room or in the cellar, whatever, first hold the top one up and then slip the other ones underneath because if you don't, it looks like construction. Okay, so the Gemara now goes on like this. Uh, we mentioned about uh, thorns right? Uh, this chadokim uh, is like a bundle made out of thorns that was used as a, uh, as a stopgap to, uh, to stop, to, to close a breach in a wall. So we mentioned something here about thorns. Atstuki, who always used to uh, make fun of the rabbis, went to Rabbi Shubin Hananya and said, Chad God, you are a thorny person. You're a thorn. It says about you, the Pasuk says, Tovim, Tovam Kachedek, the, the best among them is like a thorn. So you're one of the great rabbis here, so you're a thorn. Amalei, shtaya, ashatya, you fool. Shafil, a sefer, a Look at the end of the Pasuk. The Sivit says, yashar mimsucha. Uh, straighter, they are straighter or more, or more erect than a shelter, like a sukkah. He says, in other words, obviously, it's for a pray, it's praiseworthy what we're describing. It says that the great ones, that the, the, the best among them are straight and upright, and protective, protective, like a shelter. What does that mean? So what does it mean? They're like a thorn. Thorn doesn't sound like something positive. It sounds negative. So just like these thorns protect the breach in the wall, because you've taken a bunch of thorns together, turned them into a bundle, and used them as a stopgap, so too the best ones among us Maginim Olenu, they protect us. And it's just like thorns can protect, this also can protect. I think you have that with flowers too. I don't know about the horticulturists among us, but why do the roses, why do the roses always have thorns on them? Probably to protect them, right? So thorns sometimes serve as a protection. Davarachar. Tovim Kacherek, what is it? Another explanation for why uh, the best ones among them are like a thorn. Shemahadkinis Rasham, Cherek here is like like Vashav Hiduk of crushing. We cr they crush the good one the good ones among them, the Sadiqan crush the Rasham Ligahenim towards Gahem. Shenemar Pasyas Kumi, get up the Doshi Basion, Thresh Basion, the Jews, Thresh, Kikarnacha Asambarza, I will make your horn 
like uh, out of iron. I'll make your hooves like brass. And you will crush many nations. So over here, the idea of thorn is that it's either protective or it's used in the sense of crushing our enemies. Okay, back to back to Erevin. We had that before about can you do one thing? We said the previous Mishnah went like the Rabbanan, you remember, who said you could stand in Rishusayachim and move things in Rishusayachim as long as you don't go Dalanamas. So here we have the Shita of Rameir that we referred to before. Is that Mishnah going against Rameir? This is the Rameir that we talked about before, according to Rashi. You shouldn't stand in Rishusayachim and open a door in Rishusayachim. In other words, you're not carrying from Rishusayachim to Rishusayachim. There's a door in Rishusayachim, right? And you're leaning over from Rishusayachim and you're opening it. The key is also in Rishusayachim there, right? You shouldn't do that because we're afraid maybe you'll take the key and bring it back into Rishus HaYochad, and then you're carrying that in Rishus HaRaisa. So Rav Meir says, Lo yamed adam b'shus HaYochad v'yiftach b'shus HaRabim, or b'shus HaRabim v'yiftach b'shus HaYochad, or you shouldn't stand in the Rishus HaRabim and open up a door in Rishus HaYochad. You're standing in Rishus HaRabim, you want to open up the door of the store. The, we're not talking about carrying the, the, you're not carrying the key in your pocket. The key is, let's say, on the uh, on the lintel or it's on a place that's effectively also in Rishus Hayochid, but you shouldn't stand in Rishus Rabbim and open it and open it even though you don't carry it. You're not carrying it into Rishus Hayochid. You're uh, into Rishus Rabbim. You're standing in Rishus Rabbim. You're you shouldn't you shouldn't open up a door in Rishus Hayochid even though you're not carrying the key uh, from one Rishus to another because we're afraid maybe you will. So you shouldn't stand unless you made a machitz around that. We're looking now at number 357. Number 357 in the booklets. So there you see the key is on the, you see the little red key on top of the building there that he's going to reach up and take. So that is in the Rosh Hashanah. The house obviously is in Rosh Hashanah. He's standing in the Rosh Hashanah. So he shouldn't take the key, right? He shouldn't take the key from Rishus Hayochid and open it up, even though he wouldn't be transferring it. Why? Because the concern is he's going to transfer it into Rishus Harabim. Now, it says, unless he makes a little, right? What's the Lashon Elam Kane? Also, Mechitza Gavosarvach. Unless he made that little Mechitza that sticks out into the Rishus Harabim. You see the Mechitza there that sticks out from the door? If he made that, then he's okay. Why? Because the whole thing is in Rishus Hayochid. The keys in Rishus Yachid, the building, the doors in Rishus Yachid, and he's in Rishus Yachid. So if he made if he made that, then it's not a problem. But if if he's uh, if he doesn't have that little extension of Rishus Yachid out there, then there's a problem. Then there's a problem. Even though he's not really taking it from Rishus. So let's assume the key, the way it's shown there, is that it's on top of the building. So technically, if he takes it down, he is going from Rishus Yachid to Rishus Rabin, right? Just that in and of itself. But the idea is, let's say the key, we'll talk about details of exactly where the key was. The way it's shown there, it's not really such a good example because even without, if, without, the, uh, without the building, it's, it's not even a question of he might come to take it. How does he take it from the top of the roof there into Rosh Hashanah? So that is a problem. But, but the way it's shown there, I think it's just an example. Yeah. Isn't he taking it from a, from a Rosh Hashanah into a Makam uh, so, we'll, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But he's standing in Rishus Rabbim, right? We're standing in Rabbim. So it, the way you see it in the picture, it, you have to understand exactly how he's doing it, exactly where he's doing it, because he can't take it from a Rishus Yachid 
even via a makom tour into Rosh Hashanah, we forbade that. We're going to say, mention that in the Gemara. You know, Rav Dimi said you can't do that. You could take it and put it on a Rosh on a makom tour, but you can't take it from Rosh Hashanah into a makom tour and then take it then into Rosh Hashanah or vice versa. You shouldn't use the makom tour as a as a uh, a gateway to to uh, take it from one Rosh from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah or vice versa. You shouldn't do that. So uh, so we'll see. The, the, in the picture, it shows the key is there, but it's not really quite. Quite clear. What the really what the mission is saying is, even if you don't transfer it from a shusiach to shusrabim, you shouldn't do it because we're afraid you might. That's Rameyer's words. I'm low. So they said to Rameyer. So Rameyer clearly was talking about shusrabim shusiachim. Amalo, they said to Rameyer, no, we have a story. The Maisa b'shuk shel There was a story with the in the butcher's market. Shayibir Rishalayim. Now, what was Yerushalayim? Was just a Rabbim or was a Carmelist? We'll talk about that. That's going to be the issue. They took issue with Rameyer and they said there was a story there. They would do it there. They would lock the door. They would leave the key there. In other words, they would stand apparently in what's Rishus Rabbim and leave the key there. And they didn't take the key from Rishus Yachid to Rishus Rabbim. They would use the key in the Rishus Yachid. That's, that's exactly what, he, what he's saying. And that's what he really means to do in 357. It's not like he's taking the key down. It doesn't show him taking the key down from Rosh Yachid and Rosh Rabbim. He's just saying he's standing in Rosh Rabbim and using the key in Rosh Yachid. Rameir says you can't do that. The Rabbana apparently say you can. There was a story there. They used to do that. They would lock it and leave the key in the Chalon Shagavia Pesach and leave it on the windowsill above the door, above the opening, above the door, meaning that they stood in Rosh Rabbim apparently and did do it in Rosh Yachid. Rabbi Yossi, Omer Shuk Rabbi says the story was like, he agrees with the Chachamim, but the story was slightly different. It wasn't a butcher's market, it was the uh, wool, wool dealer's market over there. Okay, let's understand what's the Machlokas here. Rameir clearly said, Rishos Yachim, Rishos Rabbim. And Rabbanan tell him a case from a story in Yerushalayim. Rabbanan, I understand. Omer Rameir, Rishos Rabbim. He's talking about Rishos Rabbim, meaning you shouldn't stand in Rishos Rabbim and fiddle with the key in Rishos Yachid. Or Mahadurinu Kamas, and they're talking, they're giving a case with Yerushalayim, which was a Carmelist. A Carmelist, maybe you're more makel. Maybe you could stand in a Carmelist and fiddle with the key and use the key in Rosh Hashayachid. The Yom Rav Rachana, Yom Rav Yachmei, this before Yishlaim, Il Melikal Sedan, it wouldn't be that its doors close at night, but Laila, Chayim Rosh Hashayachid. In other words, if the doors of Yishlaim, the, the gates wouldn't all be closed, it would be a Rosh Hashayachid. But since the doors are closed, so therefore it's not a Rosh Hashayachid, it's only a Carmelist, so what's going on? So two answers. Yom Rav Papa says, Kan Kodim Shavuz Kan Lachashim Shavuz you're right. The, what the Bryce you just quoted, Robert Rachan Rabbi Yochanan, who said Yerushalayim was a Carmelist because it had the doors closed, that was when the doors were closed, before, before the, there were breaches in the walls. Once there were breaches in the walls, then Yerushalayim returned to being a Rishus Harabim. And therefore, they answered him from a case of Rishus Harabim. So, according to this answer, the Rabbanan even argued with Rabbeir, even in Rishus Harabim itself. They say you could stand in Rishus Harabim and use the key in Rishus Yochan. Rabbi Amar, no. Seifa Asim L'Sharagina. Rabbi says, no, 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 no. The Seifa uh, that we're talking about over here, the Machlokas that the Rabbanan come to argue with him is in the case of Sharagina, a gate of a large garden. Rashi's we're talking about a garden which is a Carmelis because it's more than 5,000 square amas, which is not set aside for dwelling purposes. So therefore, this is a Carmelis. Aye, but Rameir was talking about Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah. No, he adds on also Carmelis. He says, Zalach HaVachikamar. V'chein lo yamin. As our mayor tells us, this is his rule about standing with Shusharabim and using a key with Shusharachet. And then he adds on, V'chein lo yamin with Shusharachet. Not only, as our mayor goes on, not only with Shusharachet with Shusharabim, 
even you shouldn't you shouldn't even stand Rishus Yachid and open up a door in Carmelis or in a Carmelis Viftach Rishus Yachid. Meaning, even if you're not standing in the street in 357, even if it's not a street of Rishus Rabbim, even if in 357 you're standing in a Carmelis, also Rameir says you shouldn't open Rishus Yachid because Elim can also Mechitza Gavosar Tefachim Div Rameir unless you made that Mechitza that little doorway outside that little you know enclosure I should call it not a door that little enclosure in 357. Even in a Carmelis. And as even in a Carmelis, you shouldn't do that because Midrabani shouldn't carry from a Carmelis into a Rishosh vice versa. And therefore, we're afraid that you might come to do that. Okay? And it's going on that case. So, therefore, a mayor is not only talking about Rishosh Rabin to Rishosh even Carmelis Rishosh You shouldn't stand in a Carmelis and, and open up a door in Rishosh because you might take the key into the Carmelis with you from Rishosh Amrlo, so they answered him back. This completes the Mishnah. No, there's a story with the butcher's mark Shalayim, which was a Carmelis, because we're assuming now that Mishlaim was always a Carmelis. They locked the door. It was, they stood in the Carmelis and they locked the door and they left the key above the door in Rishosiachet. Rabbi Yossi, like we saw in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi says it was a wool dealer's market. It wasn't, it wasn't a butcher's market. But in any case, in any case, uh, the Rabbanon are arguing with him. Rameir in the Mishnah goes on to say, even by a Rabbanon, carrying, we're, when we're afraid that you might carry for the key from a Shosh into a Carmelis, which is only Rabbanon, you shouldn't do that either. You're, we're afraid, don't, don't stand in a Carmelis and use the key in Rosh because you're afraid you'll take the key into the Carmelis. That's what Rameir said in the Mishnah, and the Rabbanon disagreed. The Rabbanon, and as according to the second answer we're saying now, the Rabbanon might agree in the case of his Rosh Hashanah. In case of 357, if that guy's standing in Rosh Hashanah, maybe the Rabbanon will also agree, don't stand in Rosh Hashanah and use a key in Rosh Hashanah because you might come to take the key into the Rosh Hashanah. Then you're open at the Raisa. But they argue in the case of a Carmelist. And Rameir says, apparently, stands his ground even in the case of a Carmelist in our Mishnah. However, we're going to see in the Gemara that Rameir retracts his opinion and in the case of Carmelis, he agrees with the Rabbanan to some degree, but there's still somewhat of a machlokas, but they, basically he's not that machmer. Tana Rabbanan, we'll see the Bryson on the Gemara. Tana Rabbanan. Pischei Share Gina, the doorway of a gate, the doors of a gateway, of a gate, of a, of a gateway of a garden. Let's say they have a, gar, a, a gatehouse. There's a gatehouse inside the garden. There's a, big, there's a gatehouse there, like where a guard sits. That's that's a prob- That's certainly Rishus Yachid. So Pesach and Obafim, you can open the door from from within side. Now, before we're, we're gonna, we didn't yet talk about the structure of the Manul, but take a look on three fifty eight on the very last page of the illustrations in the book, page one twenty, Admei of Esrim, right? Amra, so so uh, it says there the the top picture three fifty eight shows the uh, the uh, lock that they had in those days. This is not the lock. They don't look like the locks that we have today, which are built into the doors, all fancy structures. We're living in modern times. These locks were, were large structures. Basically, they were sometimes four by four tfachim. They were that big. Um, and uh, so we're going to talk about that. That in itself is like we're So let's go back in the Gemara. If there was a guardhouse, like a gatehouse, inside the garden, like inside the gate, you can open from inside. If you have a gate, if you have a, a gatehouse on the outside of the garden, you can open inside because it's all Rishus the, the you're, you're opening, you're in a gar, you're in a gatehouse, and you're opening the uh, the the um, lock, which is also Rishus Yachid. Okay, if you have a gatehouse on both sides of the of the doorway of the uh, of of the gate of the um, 
garden, then Posech and Lokan Vakan. You could open either way. Ainla and Lokan Vakan. If there is no gateway, if there is no gatehouse, like that little in 357, that little structure you made on the outside, if there's a, then Asur and Kamakan, you can't open it at all. Okay, this is all Rameyer we're going to talk about. This is Rameyer. Rameyer says you can't. Why? Because if there's, no, there's nothing there, you're standing on the outside. So you're presumably in Rosh Hashanah. Rashi says, Rashi says two things over here. Number one, he says that the, their, um, their locks are um, usually 10 fachim off the ground, and they're four by four, so it's Rosh Hashanah. And he says the Sharagina that we're speaking about is next to Rosh Hashanah. So this gate, this uh, garden is next to Rosh Hashanah. So he says if there's no gatehouse there, meaning like in 357, when there is no structure around the doorway, <coughs> you can't open it. You can't open it because you can't stand in Rosh Hashanah and open up a lock in Rosh Hashanah. Okay. Ah. And now he tells you, the same thing with stores that are open in Rosh Hashanah, which shows us, which shows us that we're speaking about, we're going to talk about this. We, from here you see that we're, Gemara's going to say later on, <coughs> excuse me, since it says, that we're speaking about a, um, uh, the, the, the threshold leading up to the door is a Carmelis. So here it says, you have a, a store that's open to Shusharabim. If the lock itself is less than 10 fachim off the ground, then what's, what's your story? You're standing in Rishusarabim. Maybe Maftech Meir of Shabbos. You can bring it. You can bring the the uh, key before Shabbos. Umenichibaskufa, and you could put it. Notice if the if the uh, store opens up to Rishusarabim, right? The threshold leading up to the store door is a Carmelis because it's four by four, and it's less than ten fachim off the ground. So therefore, it's not higher than ten fachim off the ground, and if it's four by four, it's 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 a Carmelis. So you can leave the key before Shabbos on this. Threshold. The next day you can come and open it where you're standing. You're standing on the Askufa now, right? You left the key on the Askufa. On Shabbos you come, you pick up the key. It's, it's under the mat on the Askufa, right? You left it under the mat on the threshold. And you pick up the key. You open the door. You're standing now in a Carmelis. And you're opening the door, which is Rishus HaYachid, Right? So, uh, and what are you doing here? Now, the manual, he says, So if, it's, if the, if the uh, uh, lock is less than 10 fachim off the ground, that's also like a Carmelis now. It's not a Rosh Hashanah because it's less than 10 fachim. And you bring a, a key, Erev Shabbos, and you leave it on the threshold. And you return to because you're going, you're going, like you're going Carmelis to Carmelis. There's no problem there at all. Let's say the lock is higher than 10 Tfachim off the ground, and so we said since it's 4 by 4 it itself is a Rosh Hashanah. Maybe Mafteach Me'ar Shabbos, you bring the key before Shabbos, leave it on the top of the, of the lock. I mean, I don't know what the big protection is over there. Maybe they had an alarm system, but you could leave the, you could leave the uh, key on top of the lock. Right? I guess they put a doormat on top of it. Lemacher Poseach V'Noel, the next day you can open it, and lock it, and put it back on top of it. Now, the Rameir, so he says, Rameir is saying both things. Rameir says, whether the lock is below 10 Tfachim, meaning it's a Carmelis, so you're taking the key from Carmelis to Carmelis, not a problem, or even if the lock was in Rosh because it's 10 Tfachim off the ground, so the lock itself is Rosh you could still stand on the Eskufa, which is a Carmelis, and open it. Now, we see over here right away that Rameir, 
retracted his opinion. Because in our Mishnah, we, had, we said the second opinion of, of the Mishnah is what? That Rameir says not only Rishus Ram Rishus Yachid is Osir, but even Carmelis Rishus Yachid. Here is saying you could stand on the Yaskufa and use, m- maneuver the key in Rishus Yachid and put the, put the key back on, on the lock in Rishus Yachid. No problem, Dever Rameir. Even if the key is a, even if the lock is above ten fachim, maybe mafteach mevshabbos. You could bring the key here of shabbos. Leave it on the iskufa. In other words, even if the even if the lock is a rishus yachid, you could leave the key on the threshold, which is Rameir said also. But lemachar posech manoel. The next day you can open and close. Machzirulim como. You could put it back where on the threshold. You could even put it on in a windowsill above the doorway. As long as the chalon is less than four by four. If you if the if the window is uh, four by four and it's above ten fachim, that means it's rishus yachid. So you can't take the key and take it. You can't take the key and leave it. In other words. The Rabbana is saying you're allowed to stand in the Carmelis and use the key in a Rishos Yachid, but don't take the key and then leave it in the Rishos Yachid because you can't actually take the key on, on Shabbos and take it from a Carmelis and leave it in Rishos Yachid. That's what the Rabbana say. What's the Machlokas then? Because Rameir also said you're allowed to do that. Rameir says you could, take, you could stand in the Carmelis and you can use the key even if it's on a Rishos Yachid, but you've got to put it back also on the Carmelis where you were. And the Rabbanon are somewhat saying the same thing too. Now, since we say also the Baskufas Carmelis, we're speaking about the Askufa of Carmelis because that's what we're speaking about when he said because the just like the Gina was a Carmelis, right? And we say also the Askufa here is also a Carmelis of the of the storeway. Now, hi manul hechidami. What's the what's the what does this lock look like? If it doesn't have four by four, makom peturu, like Avram said before, it's a makom tour. So what's your problem? Why do you say if it's a makom tour, as Rashi says, and even if it's above ten fachim, what's your problem? If it's less than four by four, like a fire hydrant, so why does Rameir say it's rishusiyach and it's aser? What does Rameir say? Rameir says he's he's more makel than he saw in the Mishnah, right? He said. Uh, if the lock is less than Tvon Fachem high, you can bring it, Erev Shabbos, leave it on the threshold, you open and close it, and you put it back on the threshold. If the lock is above 10 Fachem high, you can bring it before Shabbos, and you put it on the lock, because you want to leave it in on the lock, and the next day, because you're leaving it in Rosh Hashanah, you put it back on the lock. You can't take it from the uh, Carmelis, and use it in the Rishos HaYachid, but you could stand in the Carmelis and use it in the Rishos HaYachid. In other words, you can't take it from the Carmelis and use it, but you could stand on the Carmelis and use it in Rishos HaYachid. Wait a minute. If the Manul is what is less than four by four, it's a Makam Tur. So why does he say if it's above ten Fachim, oh, then it's a Rishos HaYachid, and you can't take it from a Carmelis to there. Why not? What's your problem? Either way, it's a, either way, it's Carmelis and Carmelis, because, or it's, it's even better, it's a Makam Tur. So you could stand in the Carmelis and uh, leave it on the book. Why do you say you have to put it back on the, on the uh, Carmelis floor, whatever? You put it back on the Carmelis. Why does he say it's Osir? Right, Rosh, what did what did, what did Rameir say before? You put it back there. Div Rameir, right? If it's above ten fachim, what's the difference? You could do whatever you want with it. Why does Rameir say it's Shusayachid? And you, you have to uh, leave it on the Manul, 
<laughs> What's the difference? Even if it was on the Askufa, you could also put it on the Manul because it's a, it's a Makam Tur. So uh, what's the problem over here? If it's four by four, then If it's what, four by four, how could the Rabbanan say that? How could the Rabbanan say, even when the, even when the lock was above 10 Fachim, you could bring it Arab Shabbos, leave it on the threshold, and the next day, you can open and close it and put it back on the threshold, which wouldn't be a problem. Or the windowsill above the Pesach. But wait a minute, if the Manul is a, is a four by four, then you're taking it from a Carmelist and leaving it Rosh Hashayachet. Because you're saying that the chalon above that door, above that uh, lock, is is uh, is like the lock. It's four it's four by four. It really doesn't have four by four. This is really number 358. If you look at it carefully in 358, it's not four by four, but there's enough room in the door to carve out a four by four area. And that's the question. Do we say, Mayor says, even though it's not four by four, we pretend that it is. And therefore, a mayor is particular and says, you can only put it back on its place where it was originally, right? If it's, if it's above, Rameir said, if it's above four, if it's above uh, 10 Tfachim, right? You have to leave it on the door, on the lock, and you put it back over there. Good, good. you could stand in, in the Carmelist there, he's more makel, and, and, use, it in, in the, uh, and use the key in Rosh but the key must remain in Rosh so why? Because Rebbeir says that you picture the lock as being a full Rosh so you can't take it from the Carmelis into the Rosh Hashanah. We don't say Chok and and therefore it's less than four by four, and therefore it is a Makam Tur. So if it's a Makam Tur, why can't you put it back over there? Right? Because again, like we said, you can't use, you can't use the Makam Tur as a conveyor uh, from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. You you, if it was there originally, then it's okay. Otherwise, you can't. Rashi says like this, um, so right now the Gemara just finishes it off to give us a clear picture of, of the uh, Brisa. Um, uh, we see from this Brisa plus three things. Number one, you see, according to Rameir, you say Chokin Lahashlam, and therefore he considers the lock to be a Rosh even though it's not four by four. Because in the Mishnah we said, according to the second explanation, that Rameir uh, said his halacha that you can't stand, not only can you not stand in Rosh Hashanah and maneuver a key in Rosh Hashanah, you can't stand in a Carmelis, in a Gina also, and maneuver the key. He said that, but in our Brisa we see you could stand there. Yes, you can't transfer the key from a Carmelis to Rosh Hashanah. There, of course, he agrees with that. And uh, you can't even do it onto this Makam tour because he says Chok and Lahashlam in this case. But you could stand there and maneuver the key in Rosh Hashanah if, if it's a Carmel, it's not a Rosh Hashanah. And since, since the Rabbanan, since the Rabbanan say what? Since the Rabbanan say the Amri and the Amri, Imyesh Arba Arba, also Lito Mafteach, Rashi says, Measkufa uh, Valino Bemanol, Shu Makam tour. Right, the Rebbe says say that if you're if the um, since the Rabbanon say if it's four by four that's also little mafteach, also little. I'm reading Rashi here. Also little mafteach miaskufa lino b'minol shu makom p'tur the little mishamal enicho b'chalon. Right, in other words, the girsa must be a little bit different. 
Right. It says if the Rabbanan if the Chalon is four by four, then it's also, but on the Manul itself, it wouldn't be also. It's a Makam Tur. Why can't you? It says over there that if you if the key was in the uh on the Carmelis and you used it on the lock, which is a Makam Tur, you can't you may not then take the key and leave it in the windowsill above if it's four by four, even though the lock itself was a makam tour. So you see that the Rabbanon hold of Rabdimi back in the Gemara, the Chiyasa Rabdimi, Amr Bilchim, Makam Shein Ba'ar Ba'ar, a place which is not four by four, like a fire hydrant, a makam tour. Mutal Bnei Mishasrab, Bnei Mishasrab, the Kasselab. People either from Mishasrab, Mishasrab can rest their packages on there. They can place their things down. My old, my old example: you could take your handkerchief on Shabbos in your pocket and put it on a fire hydrant, or Vashalechlifu. But you shouldn't use it as a place that you shouldn't use that the makom tour as a place to transfer from Mishasrab to Mishasiyachar, or vice versa. That you can't do. In other words, technically makom tour, you can put it down the chachil. You could put it there, but you shouldn't use it as a transfer as a transferring uh, point. Because then you might come to carry from Shusram Shusyacha. So you see, the Rabbanan also hold of that. Because what did the Rabbanan say? The Rabbanan said, even when, this, when the lock was above 10 Fachim, you can bring a key from Arab Shabbos, leave it in the threshold, right? The next day, you take it and you could use a key and put it back in the threshold or in a chalon above the, uh, the, um, the door, uh, the, above the, the window, above the doorway, if the chalon is not four by four. But what do you mean? Even if it is four by four, you were using it in a makam tour. So if the key went from Carmelis to makam tour, technically you can go from the makam tour to Rishosiyacha too. Except for Abdimi's Chumra, don't do that because we don't want. You might do if you if you use it as a transferring point as a uh, conduit. If you use the uh, makam tour as a conduit to go from a Carmelis to Rishosiyacha or Rishosiram to Rishosiyacha, you might come to carry from Rishosiram to Rishosiyacha also. Says the next mission, Neger Shiesh Barosha. Now looking, just take a look at 359. It's really tomorrow's stop, but we're looking at the Neger. Neger means a bolt. This is how they, they, they uh, used a, a proper lock, like a double lock, you know, today of all kinds of locks. So they would put a bolt in the ground to keep the, uh, to lock the door. So now this bolt, uh, if you look in 359, you'll see uh, different versions of it. And the right-hand side, it's, it's dragging on the ground. You see it's suspended from the uh, handle with a, with a cord, and then it's dragging on the ground. We'll talk about that case tomorrow. Murach means it's just laying, uh, laying there. It's leaning against the wall, the bolt. And uh, in number, in, on the left side of 359, it's suspended, and it's, it's, tie, it's tied to the, door, to the door, and it's also suspended. In, uh, in the right picture, it's suspended, but it's dragging. We'll see the differences tomorrow. But first, let's see the mission. Neger, Neger Shieshbo Barosha Gluster. Let's say you have a bulb that has a bulb at the top. Rashi learns that the purpose of the bulb is that it makes it into a cleat. It's like a pestle that you, you can use to crush uh, ingredients, uh, vegetables or spices or whatever, uh, chemicals. So uh, because of that, it already has Allah, it's like a cleat, and therefore, can you use it as a bolt? Rablazer Osir's West says, no, it looks like construction. If it's, if the, if this, uh, even if it has a bulb on it, it looks like construction. Rabiosi Matur, well, we're going to explain this all anymore. Rabiosi says it's okay because it's a cleat. It's a pestle. A pestle is allowed to use it. It's, it's, it's usable. It's not, it's a cleat. That doesn't mean you're allowed to crush things on Shabbos. That, that's a different problem, but it means that it, but it has Allah like a cleat, and therefore, it doesn't look like construction. Amr Abelez, Rablazer says, my Nesir, there's a story with the shul in, in Feria. Uh, Rabbi Lezer said they used to they used to allow using that kind of a bolt on Shabbos, 
So I'm correct, Reb Lezer saying, because they forbade it later on. Yossi says the story was the other way around. In Tferia, you got the story mixed up. They used to forbid it. And he was mater for them to use it. So apparently, a machlokas Reb Yossi and Reb Lezer can use this kind of a bolt that has even that even has a bulb at one end. You don't see the bulb in this picture. In the Pirish uh, Chai, it shows a little bit better. It's like a, a big a knob at one side that makes it look like a kli. And Rabbi Yosef says that's motor. So the Gemara now says, Benitl ba'ogdo pligi. There's no machlokas. If, if you could lift up the, uh, this um, um, bolt uh, with its, by its cord. In other words, it's strong enough, it's tied enough to the, it's, it's tied uh, strongly enough to the door that if you lifted it by its cord, it would, it would lift up, it wouldn't tear. So then everybody agrees that that looks like it's a part of the assembly, it's part of the door assembly. Part of the door assembly is that it's got a bolt attached to it. If you have a bolt in a door today, you'd say it's part of the assembly. If you lock the door in Shabbos, would anybody say you just constructed something? No, it's part of the assembly. Rashi says the last line on the page, Benito Beagdo Kshu Kosher Vitoli, when it's, when it's um, fastened and suspended, like in number 359. You see on the left picture, it's, it's fastened and suspended uh, with a strong cord. And you could use it, you could just have, it's not going to tear if you lift it by the cord. Everybody agrees, says Rashi in the last line, since it's strongly tied, it's part of the assembly. It's, it's clearly that it's for, it's for uh, uh, locking. It doesn't look like construction. So there, everybody's motive. is when it's not tied so much uh, uh, with its cord so that if you lift it by the cord, it would, it would stay fast and it might tear. Rashi says shachev al dak. It's a very thin cord. So it doesn't really look like it's part of the assembly. Reb Lezer says goes on. Reb says It's like it's not tied to it. We're going to see the next mission. If let's say it was you see munach in number three fifty nine, the middle picture, just sitting there on the ground, you can't use that on Shabbos if you're outside uh, outside of the base of mikdash. Uh, and he doesn't say just because it's got a bulb at one end, he's not mantra. It's still considered like construction. It's not considered binyan. So that's our Gemara. The top of the Gemara says, That's the Machlokas. The says, Since it's got a bulb at one end, Torah's clear love. It's a pestle. So, you, so nobody looks into that as construction. It's a it's a kli, and therefore you're allowed to use it on Shabbos. Umar Sabr, keeping the Ainu the big though, since it's not lifted by its cord. If you try to lift it by its cord, it would rip. So it's not part of the assembly. And the fact that it has a bulb, it doesn't make it a kli, and it looks like construction. The next Mishnah, we'll see tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem goes into more detail about this kind of a bolt. And, uh, and the base amygdala is more mutter to use it because this is all Isid Rabbanan. It looks like bone, it's only Isid Rabbanan. And ain't shvus amygdash. And we're more, uh, we're more makel in the base amygdash, but not uh, outside the base amygdash. So I will pick it up with the Mishnah tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Have a good day, everybody.